Welcome to the Cove's Body, Mind and Soul series. In this episode, we will be discussing pain management. Our guest speaker for this episode is Lieutenant Colonel Samantha Hodges. Lieutenant Colonel Hodges is currently posted to Headquarters Forces Command as the SO1 Psychology, where she provides specialist decision and command support to training, operational, joint and whole of government environments. She holds a Bachelor of Psychology with Honours, a Master of Clinical Psychology, and is currently completing a graduate certificate in global health. She is also a PhD student at the University of Queensland. She is the co-author of three published military research papers presented at international conferences on the topics of subsyndromal PTSD, the mental health of unmanned aerial vehicles, and the efficacy of telehealth. Ma'am, welcome and thanks for supporting the Cove. What is the link between our mind and pain? Great to be here. Thanks for having me. A lot of people only think about pain as a physical sensation, but in truth, pain is a biological, emotional, and psychological phenomenon. At its most basic, pain lets our brain know, hey, something is wrong, action needs to be taken. For example, you put your hand on something hot, and the pain lets you know you need to move your hand ASAP. Interestingly, though, pain doesn't always come from purely physical sources, We can feel pain from a broken bone, but we can also feel pain such as headaches, chest pain, and indigestion from emotional sources like anxiety. It is not uncommon for people to show up in emergency departments with chest pain, believing they're having a heart attack, when in fact they're having a panic attack, which mimics the physical symptoms of a heart attack. Research has even shown that having your heart broken is registered by your brain in the same way as a physical injury. In extreme cases, trauma can manifest in serious physical symptoms that lack any medical explanation. During World War I, this was known as shell shock and included the development of tremors, pain, and even the loss of hearing and vision, all without an actual physical injury. And what are some of the tips to manage this? So our ability to tolerate pain is partly moderated by our thoughts and feelings, We can all picture the difference in our physical performance on a day when we're optimistic and determined versus a day where we've already decided we can't finish before we've even started. Being aware of our thoughts and practicing modifying negative, self-defeating thoughts with positive, realistic, outcome-focused thoughts can help us cope with pain. This doesn't mean we ignore pain and try to think we're invincible, but we realistically evaluate the pain, decide whether or not we can tolerate it, and focus on the goals that we set ourselves. Relaxation and guided imagery has also been shown to be powerful tools for pain management. When in pain, our body is flooded with the stress chemical called cortisol. By practicing relaxation techniques, we encourage our body to turn off this system and thereby reduce the ongoing perception of pain. While it might sound a bit hipster, these techniques are actually well-researched in both hospital settings and with elite athletes. So who can help and when should I seek that help? Obviously, acute pain from an injury should receive prompt medical attention. However, if you're interested in learning about pain management techniques, either for a chronic injury or perhaps as a performance enhancement tools for activities like marathon running, then you can seek support through the doctors, the psychologists, and the PTIs as well. And ma'am, how can the chain of command help? So leaders can incorporate the rehearsal of pain management techniques into training, especially adventure training activities. Like all skills, pain management strategies require education, then rehearsal, 
and then the opportunity to use them in real life settings. For individuals with chronic pain from complex injuries, leaders can assist by demonstrating an understanding that pain is debilitating and modify their duties and the environment accordingly. Given pain can make it hard for people to stay optimistic, promoting a sense of belonging with meaningful work and recognising the person's contribution will also assist in maintaining the individual's mental health. Pam, thanks for that very valuable information. Uh, We look forward to the next episode where we'll be discussing depression. Thanks to those who have listened in. If you have any questions, we can be contacted at soldiercove at gmail.com. Don't forget to download the Cove app. It's Pam in your pocket anywhere, anytime.